0: Make this one quick. I think Pfizer is an evil company. And I think Tony Fauci just admitted he's a fraud.
1: The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman.
0: Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Times such as these require us to make a decision. We are going to accept the responsibilities involved in living in times such as these, or we're going to deny them. And denying doesn't mean to say you just deny them. It means that you simply say, I'm not listening to the Lord. Who's clearly stripping away the curtain of corruption? Well, I shouldn't say that. It's not the curtain of corruption, it's the curtain that hid the corruption. Pfizer, in my judgment, and hey, Pfizer lawyers, <clears throat> I'm stating my opinion. Your company is evil. That's my opinion. Completely protected um, from you attacking me, at least legally. This is just a remarkable thing that has just happened. And I, you know, I've, I've, I've covered so much of the COVID flu and, and the scam. It's 100% scam. Yes, there's a virus and, and it was all likelihood created out of the Wuhan lab. And at this point, I'm fairly well convinced it was something that, oh, look, the virus slipped out of our hand. It's a Willy Wonka thing. No, wait, don't. It's it is. That's what it is. When the, like uh, Augustus Gloop was sticking his head in the chocolate and, and my my chocolate, it's never been touched by human hands. Get him out. And then Gloop goes into the gloop or the goop gloops in the goop. And then um, Augustus Gloop goes up the tube and there was Willy Walker saying, wait, don't stop. And the mother's saying, where's he, where's he going, my boy? Oh, well, he's going to go up the tube and then into the incinerator. And then it'll be crushed in cubes and put into uh, foil packaging. But it's super pretty because it will Wonka. So there's just that. That's that's what I think of Pfizer. And I was reading again. Somehow, I haven't read the book of Timothy enough. Because I was, again, doing show prep and, and looking at the Bible. 1 Timothy 6. 17 through 19, command those who are rich. Oh, this we just said this one. Oh, how weird. Command those who are rich in the present uh, world not to be arrogant and to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God, who richly provides us with everything of our, for our enjoyment. Command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds and to be generous and willing to share. In this way, they'll lay up treasures for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age so they may take hold of life that is truly life. That's eternal life with with the Father or the with the Lord and, and Jesus, and then there's Pfizer. So I have only one soundbite for this particular podcast episode thirteen part B, hour two. As I say, I guess only one soundbite. That's it. This is the one soundbite I have. It's very brief and very descriptive and very accurate as to what we're seeing uh, in this day and age. America
1: guys, you have no, you have no right. I'll explain it. This is what you guys do. Did anybody read that That's,
0: Applebee's. That's um, Applebee's. They wanted to eat an Applebee's. That's why they're being arrested, because they wanted to eat an Applebee's. Oh, they didn't um they weren't injected. I forgot that part. They weren't injected with the mRNA, DNA, ANA variants, which don't stop people from getting infected or transmitting the virus. And in some cases, make them more likely to get super sick with it and are probably causing the variants and have the most da- the, 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 the largest, most profound death and injury footprint of any vaccine in the history of all vaccines, actual vaccines. And these things aren't so because they didn't inject themselves with this utter garbage, this useless garbage, useless unless you're Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson and Johnson, who is now even the FDA admits the Johnson and Johnson clot shots are terrible. Japan is now labeling the clot shots as, hey, this might swell your heart. It's been pulled. European countries, Asian countries have stopped giving it to kids because it's deadly for kids, because it's far more likely to hurt kids seriously, as in pericarditis, myocarditis, swelling of the heart or the sac around the heart, thrombosis, et cetera, uh, creating immunocompromised situations where your immune system's at war with your body. It's trash. It's all trash. All of it's trash. But no, this, we're in, in the United States of America, the social credit system is in play. That's all this is. It's not health. It's not stopping the transmission of the virus. It's not stopping people from getting sick. It's not stopping hospitalization. Just the opposite. We crossed over long ago. The most people in the hospitals now have had the injections. That's why the um, CDC keeps shifting the numbers back. It's remarkable. So these are social social credit things. That's it. That's all they are. They're just social credit systems, just like China. I remember being on the radio on a team show, which was a terrible idea. It was was not my idea, but it was my idea to do it. It And I I should say I agreed to do it. I remember saying this is coming to America. And once again, every liberal liberal in the radio station is like, that's really hyperbolic. America would never do that. Americans wouldn't stand for that. Well, no, they wouldn't stand for it if you came out and said, hey, how about a social credit system? No. Well, no, let's just have a social credit system. No, we refuse. Let's have a system where you can only go in the restaurants if you're a good person. Yes, yes, we want it. That's where we're at. Background, before we get to why I contend that Pfizer is an evil company and that Tony Fauci admits he's a flat, utter, complete fraud. From the American Heart Association, their journal, American Heart Association journal, 98.7% of adolescents and young adults with myocarditis had an mRNA COVID-19 shot. Almost 100%. And what were the ads we saw running? Kids have heart attacks too. Know the signs. No, they don't. Cold weather is causing heart attacks. No, it's not. Global warming is making babies more likely to have swollen hearts and, 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 and pericarditis. No, it's not. It's not global warming. It's not catastrophe, climate, clock, clock whatever. It's the shots. It's the shots. It's the shots. It's the shots. I saw this video of the guy speaking in Spanish, so I'm not running it, but it's a soccer player crying. A professional soccer player has to leave soccer because he's got this weird thing that his heart doesn't work anymore as one of the most conditioned human beings ever to exist. Just his heart stopped working right after he got injected with this garbage. Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> it's <sighs> Pfizer has decided to, to acquire a company decided they needed to broaden their portfolio. Buy themselves a, uh, this is from business innovation. Buy themselves a new uh, pharmaceutical company. Pfizer is. Now, where'd they get that money? Well, I mean, they have a lot, but where'd they get it recently? Well, let's go through this. You paid to develop this mRNA injection. CDC Quote, scientists got paid because they own part of the portent, a patent portfolio. Check, check. Then Pfizer w- worked with their fellow thugs to force people to take the injection. You paid for the marketing for the injection. Both the, well, not the Pfizer marketing, but Pfizer got to market through, brought to you by the Indiana Department of Health. And and meanwhile, Pfizer's doing the, you know, the morning news brought to you by Pfizer. A hundred different places. ABC's A Morning America is brought to you by Pfizer. ESPN football brought to you by Pfizer. So all of the money they've made through these useless, destructive idiotic shots. And when I say idiotic, here's what I mean. I knew when I heard how they were designed, they were terrible. I've never worked in medicine in my life, but I listened to this and said, wait a minute, you're going to con the body into producing a poison and that's not going to create an immunocompromise. Are you insane? Are you nuts? You're crazy people. Then when I began to understand that they're actually going to make the spike protein the most dangerous part, arguably, of the virus itself, I thought you're triply insane. Then when I realized there's a whole bunch of proteins in this thing, it's not just one protein, that you're only going to have the body be familiar with one. And by the way, it's coming from parts of the body. The spike protein is made from parts of the body, from parts that already exist in the body. I understand that you break proteins down to an element and they're all aminos and proteins, and I get that. And I'm going to bet you that in the future, you're going to find out that a part of the body has a signature in it. And your body's going, wait a minute, is this a spike protein or part of the body? I'm going to bet you that that turns out to be the case. Oh, Pfizer, yeah, what are they buying? So it's another company. What's a company make? $6.7 6.7 billion dollars. Wow. An increase of 100 bucks per share in, in their in their stock. What does it make? Oh. What are that? Arena Pharmaceuticals specializes in treatments for cardiovascular issues and autoimmune disorders. Hey, what are two things that the injections cause? cardiovascular issues and autoimmune issues. (laughs) This is what's that stuff called that you put on your car when you don't have money to go get it done at a decent car place when you don't have money to go get the the body work done at a decent place. You don't talk about that clay you put on your car. That's what this is. This is this is the used. Well, no, look, there's a lot of great used car lots. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to besmirch them. But back in the day, there were used car lots that would put um, sawdust in the transmission so it would sound like it shifted smoothly. <laughs> they would do that, or uh, fill the tires up extra so that you didn't feel the suspension bouncing. There were all sorts of tricks they used to employ. That's exactly what this is. Bondo. This is bondo. You know, our son got super sick after they shoved the, the, the pericardite or they shoved the uh, DNA, mRNA injection into him. Now he's got a swollen heart. They have a pill for that. Oh, good. We'll give us the pill. There you go. Now the government pay for the pill. And by the way, the government don't pay for this pill. Now you have to pay for this pill. That's folks, that's evil. They are evil. This is an evil transaction in my business. It's in, in opinion. This is an evil company in my opinion. They are mobbed up, and that's, well, it's my opinion, but it also appears to me to be completely factual. I'm just saying this for their attorneys. That's the reason I'm being so careful is for the Pfizer attorneys. I'm saying my opinion, Pfizer attorneys. And, and, and yeah, you know what? Just go to the show page. You're not getting my personal email, Pfizer lawyers. No, they'll probably get it from the CIA. <laughs> oh, I have no proof that the CIA works for Pfizer. I, I I'm only pointing out the fact that they're completely mobbed up with every aspect of government. Now let's get to the Fouch because he's part of this too. Alex Berenson, who was banned from Twitter for telling the truth, had a delicious little post here that, that he put up on his um on his Substack. Alex Berenson, at Substack.com. And it has to do with our favorite grifter. Our favorite former doctor. Tony the Fouch Fouchy. So when Alex Berenson got his fifth strike from Twitter, got tossed off the platform because they said he's a liar. Here's what Alex wrote. It doesn't stop infection or transmission. Don't think of it as a vaccine. Think of it at best, as a therapeutic with a limited window of efficacy and terrible side effect profile that must be dosed in advance of illness. And we want to mandate it, and then Twitter writes, learn why health officials recommend the vaccine for most people. Here's a brand new paper. Brand new. This is part of the paper. As important as these vaccines are, however, their protective efficacy wanes over time, necessitating booster doses. Vaccination has also been unable to prevent breakthrough infections, allowing subsequent transmission to other people, even when the vaccine prevents severe and fatal disease. Alex Berenson asks, yeah, but who wrote that? Well, let's first of all start where it appeared in the New England Journal of Medicine. Incidentally, just so we're having a fun day together, the New England Journal of Medicine banned this dude from looking at their website. They banned the dude from looking at their website. They were that touchy, that crunchy. Oh, guess who the dude was? The guy who invented the mRNA injections as a carriage system for medicines, Dr. Robert Malone. The the New England Journal of Medicine is so afraid of Malone reading their stuff that they blocked his IP addresses. So it's not like he can't go get another IP or mask his IPs. and he's a smart enough guy to do that. He's probably already done it or have other people look it up for him or buy the print versions of their papers. They banned him. They banned him. I got to give you a warning. I have my surgery tomorrow and my sinuses are blowing up. I haven't been able to use my, like, I I know this is too much information. I'm just tossing this out there because guys, if I try to finish a full podcast, I won't be able to breathe. It's happening. So I get my surgery tomorrow. I can't use my Afrin spray. I can't use any anti-inflammatories, which I've been using. Um, they won't give you more steroids for my nose. And my nose is jacked. It's so huge because I've been on so many steroids. It's got, my nose has muscles. It's so cool. It's like I get a deltoid on the bridge of my nose. I can flex it. You know, when you're really in shape, you do a lot of benching, you can bounce your pecs. I can do that with the the bulbous sides of my nose been on so many steroids so i'm telling you i am going to have to for human reasons biological necessity make this a short podcast because i am it's now to the point where i'm in i'm 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 breathing in through my mouth (gasps) but i gotta get through this i got to how am i gonna do the fouch well i kind of speak that way anyway thank you tony so they write this paper in the New England Journal of Medicine, admitting these things don't block transmission or infection, which is exactly what Alex Barrington said. But they continue to pretend they're vaccines. Who wrote this paper? The paper entitled "Universal Coronavirus Vaccines: An Urgent Need." Here's who wrote it: David M. Morins, MD, Jeffrey N. or Jeffrey K. Tobinberger, MD, PhD, and. No, let's do it this way. I've never used these sounds. These come pre-installed on this device, so I've never, ever used them. Let's do it this way. So who else wrote this? This guy. Ladies and gentlemen, the sexiest man running for three decades in a row, the highest paid federal employee, and that's just the income we know about. He's been on the cover of Style Magazine. He failed and fumbled the age crisis, but succeeded in promoting a very, very dangerous, formerly blocked drug called AZT. So bad that the guy invented it, refused to patent it because he didn't feel it should go into human beings. He completely scared the United States of America to believe in kids could get AIDS by being in a room with people who had AIDS. He made a tremendous amount of money for the pharmaceutical company, and there's countless members of the gay community who think that Fauci got a lot of people killed. But he came back resilient and completed a very similar scam with the COVID flu. Now, in order to see why his A, Dr. Tony Fauci has written the paper where he admits the obvious that we've all known for some time, and that is this. As important as these vaccines are, however, uh, their protective efficacy wanes over time, necessitating booster doses. Vaccination has also been unable to prevent breakthrough infections, allowing subsequent transmission uh, to other people, even when the vaccine prevents severe and fatal disease. And and remember where you heard it first, I was the first to warn people uh, about this. Everyone else has been pretending that these things don't do that. I've saved lives, just like I made it possible for Santa to come. I've saved lives. That's me, uh, Tony Fauci. And thank you for the the only read part of my bio, Herman. But thank you for reading the part that you did. Everybody dig it. That's that's the guys. That's the reality. And Alex Berenson should destroy, he should own Twitter and square. Jack Dorsey should have to give him square too, just to make things square for, for kicking him off the platform for saying what the CDC had already admitted and what Fauci just wrote into a paper. But in that paper, they're making the case. We really need universal injection of stuff that doesn't work because if everybody uses this stuff that doesn't work, then it will work. That's it. That's, that's, I was going to say that's a podcast. I can't leave it there. I can't breathe, but I can't leave it there. So let's do this. What if we have a palate cleanser? What if we actually bring on someone who's not a scam artist? What if we actually bring on someone who's actually trying to do good? What if we pick a Navy SEAL? no, no, seriously. What if we pick a, a retired Navy SEAL? And ask him about Afghanistan, how are we going to feel good about that? But what if he started a company to honor fallen seals? What if he has a really cool brand of coffee that's coming out to honor a particular fallen seal that you saw depicted on, on, um, on the big screen? Uh, but not a name you might remember. What if we do that? Joining me now is Tim Krukschek. He is a, I don't know, the seals retire. By the way, you're far too young to be retired. I know you're a physician's assistant and a medical professional, et cetera, or D18 medic um, Delta
1: team uh, guy in the Navy SEALs. But do you guys retire? Does that ever really happen? Well, yeah. I mean, technically we do retire from the military, but you know, it's being a SEAL. You're always a SEAL. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I always, uh, this, this annoys people.
0: I know this is the first time we've met. I want to talk about your coffee company, Bone Frog Coffee, coffee and wine. And and the way that you're using this to honor um felon seals and the families of, of small of felon special forces people. I want to talk to that, but this annoys people. Um I get weepy when I talk to you guys. Um, because you no, I do, because you guys did something I should have done. I'm not saying I could have. I probably could never have been a SEAL, uh, never cut it physically and mentally. Um, but I just want to take the opportunity to tell you there's a bunch of us, Tim. Um We'll recognize the fact that you guys did things for us uh, that we can't repay. So let me just tell you that I really do. Thank you.
1: And well, first of all, I think it's an honor to be able to talk to you, Todd, and the things that you're doing to help, you know, spread the message, I think are really important. So thank you for having me on your show and let me talk about some stuff. Thank yeah. you.
0: Yeah. We'll get to your coffee and the wine company and, and your hopes for that and how that's going to honor, Uh, The families of the fallen, your brothers and sisters that, of course, mean more to you than they do to me, even though I'm just uh, unspeakably grateful. Um, I just wanted to ask you from a perspective of being in the military community. We still have folks in Afghanistan and I'm not seeing this reported. And I know there are people who helped you guys uh, over there. What's the thinking like right now with your brothers and sisters um, as we look at just, I think the media just ignores
1: the fact there's still Americans and, and helpers of Americans there. It's, it's sad. The amount of time and effort and blood that was left on the battlefield, helping to liberate these people from the Taliban, the people that we left behind our friends, my friends that died on that battlefield that, you know, these I uh, created these companies to honor and respect. It's sad that this has happened. And I I can't even remember a time in history. We pride ourselves on bringing everybody home safely. I can't remember a time that this has happened. And the whole thing is just being swept under the rug and forgotten. They're saying, don't look over here. Don't, don't look, you know, it's sad.
0: I had a um, lunch of the day with a guy who just came out of the Rangers, uh, Green Beret. And I asked him about Afghanistan and, and said, you know, that had to be crazy people always shooting at you. And he said, well, A, that wasn't always the case. And B, I actually had a lot of fun in Afghanistan. And I asked him, what was it? He said it was the people. He said That's the people cool. of Afghanistan. So I've heard from guys who've been in country, for instance, uh, guys who run combat flip-flops, which is a, another business started by some elite uh, team members like you, yeah. Tim. Um, and they, they hired women. Uh, yeah. to work on their the these incredible flip-flops they were. But they told the same story of the Afghan people. Um Marcus Luttrell, the movie on him and and Project Redwig and his brothers that fell over there. You know, he exactly. was saved by an Afghan family. So can you talk about the the people of Afghanistan?
1: The people I have friends still over there. They're they're tremendous, hardworking, amazing people. We we love the Afghan people and i'm i'm sad that we have left them in this state we made a commitment to them to help that country to to free the the women so they had the chance to vote um and we've kind of left them in the wings you know kind of abandoned them we've broken our word our promise to them and it's sad these are these are amazing people that we should be helping um and I, I feel really bad about that yeah you know as a military person i always feel helpless in in what to do to help them I heard a guy say the other day, you know, Todd, I'm really good at doing very
0: bad things to very bad people. And um, the Lord is telling me I don't get to do that here. Um, And that sometimes I think team guys, I've been blessed to meet some of you guys come back and, and that feeling of helplessness, Tim, that, that, uh, that transcends um, service, service ranks. And I just heard it from, I've heard it from leaders. I've heard it from frontline people. So I appreciate you being vulnerable enough to share this. I would let you know, that, uh you may know this already but in Iraq and Afghanistan are two of the places where the Church of Christ um is growing and yes where where the Christian faith is
1: growing in the face of this at uh, Todd and they what? are they're frightened by by that the enemy that you know well yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 they better be frightened by that right yeah um,
0: so you started a coffee and wine company, and I want to talk about that. Then I want to just wrap this up by asking you about your your military assessment of China as a threat. Um, talk about bone frog
1: coffee and wine. What 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 is a bone frog? Let's start with that. So the bone frog really takes its um, its beginnings from the frogmen of the Navy, the old UDT, underwater demolition teams, the frogmen that helped clear the beaches in Normandy and South Pacific. And that Image then carried on. A friend of mine, Keith Kimura, we were SEAL Corman together, uh, 18 Delta medics, and uh, he drew the first bone frog. When he passed away, it became a symbol, a sacred symbol in the SEAL teams that represented those that gave their lives, their lives that they sacrificed for our freedom and American way of life. That image has and the team has become something that honors those guys and guys will get it tattooed or have a, a picture of it on their truck or something like that. I wanted to take it to the next level. I redrew it uh, to honor Keith, but the message is the same and I'm trying to share this with America so everybody knows what this means and we can honor these guys, the amazing sacrifices. We talk about these books and movies that are made about SEALs and I don't think it does it justice, really the, the amazing heroic feats that they did uh, and the sacrifices and the people they left behind, that's what it stands for. And I'm using coffee and wine. It's a vehicle to get that message out to America. Yeah. And the, so the coffee and wine
0: in that business, um, you know, that's something that we could all buy. Uh, I don't drink alcohol. And, and candidly, uh, my friends know I'm not a fan of wine culture. Um, my wife loves, loves wine. And she reminded me that before the interview saying, don't take your prejudice in this. I want Tim's wine. Um, I am a coffee fanatic. Uh, so can we talk about the product? Because my wife is, she's hounding after the wine. So I'm going to buy some for Christmas. Um, but let me ask you this, then the, the coffee, the product. Um, this morning, I've had two Claude uh, Americanos um, with, with, yeah, two Claude Americanos. Um, and it's, what time is it? 9.20 in the morning. So am I good, am I good, you know, possible
1: uh, candidate as a customer for Bonefrog? It's a beautiful thing, Todd. So, you know, starting a coffee company in Seattle, um, you better make a good product here. And uh, we were fortunate enough to partner with uh, one of the iconic coffee makers here, Dave Stewart from Seattle's Best Coffee. You know, coming out of the military, I was just a a military nug. And you got to surround yourself with with subject matter experts. And Dave took us on and he mentors us and he helps uh, create our blends. And this is a guy that's been roasting coffee for over 50 years. He's one of the ones that started the coffee craze here in Seattle and actually worldwide. We're fortunate to know him and to partner with him in, in doing this. So we have really good coffee. I actually brought something so you can see it. Bum this frog. is the, our bone frog coffee, but most importantly on the back if you can see it. Right there. God, God country God. team. That's what's most important. Yeah. I put God first because God is what guides us in everything we do, our morals, our decisions, our way of life. And I think, you know, with God first, you can't go wrong in anything you do in your life. Um Country, obviously, because I was willing to sacrifice my life for something greater than myself. Service before self is not just a motto. And team really is, it includes include your family, but it includes your whole inner circle, your community, your church, your friends, all of that. That's what's important to us. And that's what we're trying to share with America to come back together and, and take care of each other as Americans, America first. Yeah, I love
0: that. I used to tell my daughter that my order of priorities were God, country, family, friends work. And um, you know what, Tim, when I stepped outside of that and let things like, oh, uh, kids sports, uh, high level speed skating, get in the way of the God part, my life started to fall apart. It's weird yeah. how God wants us to have priorities. So I'm, I'm so pleased to see that on the um, the coffee pack. You shared something with me. Uh, I told you, uh, I think an email or maybe you heard it on the show that um, I have a workout I do on Veterans Day where I watch Lone Survivor and it's yeah. a it's a terrible workout. It's the worst workout yeah. in the world. I hate it. I dread it every year. But I always start crying at the same point in time where your guys are up on the hill and and folks are saying, are you good? Yeah, I'm good. And I love that Axe says, did they really shoot me in the brain? They shot me in the head. He's got gray matter, but we just need to get higher ground. and We're faster than these guys. You brought up um, the movie um, uh, American Sniper um, yeah. and Chris Kyle and that, that incredibly inspiring, but also very sad story. You guys are going to have some coffee at Bone Frog that, that uh, honors one of Marcus's uh, buddies, Uh, who ultimately lost his life due to combat there. Can we talk about that?
1: Yeah, so we're working. um, His name is Ryan Joe, And in the movie, he was up on the rooftop with Chris Kyle, and he was shot. Uh, It actually, he was shot in his rifle, and it, it ricocheted up into his right eye. Chris Kyle created a logo, Punisher logo with the Crusader cross through the right eye. It looks like a sniper reticle. People don't really know the story about that. And really it really was for Ryan. Ryan went to school right here in Issaquah at Issaquah High School. And I didn't even know that I was literally next door neighbors of his parents. And I ran into them at, in Costco uh, parking lot and we've become really good friends. And I'm going to create a, a coffee and wine label to honor Ryan. Wow. And, and to tell his story because he's a tremendous human being and the things that he accomplished Uh, are extraordinary. And those stories need to be told. He's going to be the first of many people that I focus on to share their stories with America because I think it's really important. We need to keep saying their names. We, We need to keep honoring their sacrifices. There's not a lot of people out there that are willing to raise their hand and swear to God that I will defend this nation and give my life for you. I feel a calling now that I've retired after 25 years to talk about that. These these guys were closer to me in, in a lot of cases in my own family, and, and I miss them, and I love them, and I, I want to honor them. And I, I think, you know, the, one of the big things is with the sale of each one of our products, we give back a certain percentage to the foundations that, that support these guys, and, and that's important. Right. And that was one thing you shared with me uh,
0: when I learned about your company through a mutual friend, um, Tim Cruikshank, and it's uh, Bonefrog Coffee. Let me just close out with a, a question about common current events. Um, put put your seal gear back on and, and now analyze quickly for us that uh, the Chinese Communist Party has supersonic weapons and have also announced that they want to be the world's experts at uh, biological warfare. And interestingly, also um, have been experimenting uh, with uh, low-altitude EMP um, devices that could be delivered via supersonic. And I heard, um, I heard uh, Joe Biden, uh, spokespeople say, "Hey, we're excited about this stiff competition."
1: Is that a proper view of the Chinese Communist Party? <laughs> wow! You know, I, I anybody that you talk to, I've been talking about China for you know over two and a half decades. They've been a growing threat. They are a huge threat to us and to our freedom. And if uh, President Biden cannot recognize that, we're in big trouble. Um, China has a much longer uh, view on things, this 100-year view. And they're slowly, methodically implementing their plan. And, and I think Americans need to wake up and, and really realize what's going on with, with China, they are a huge threat to us. And the EMP thing that you brought up is probably one of the biggest threats. I, I don't think that people realize, you know, all the people that are driving Teslas right now, knock those things out, can't drive, no electricity, everything's gone. And, and it's a good thing that we're not passing laws at the federal level to force people to purchase electric cars.
0: Um, and, but, oh, I'm sorry, that's right, we are. I would forgotten about that. We <laughs> are, in fact, uh, passing these diktats. I really invite people, Tim, one of the things I ask people to do is live, um, just try two weeks without power. Then I mean, no power, just everything is gone. Just give that a shot and see how that goes for you. And then imagine that you didn't prep for it. Like, in fact, just just do it today. Start right now. But it's Christmas yeah. time. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. I appreciate you sharing that with us. It's bone Frog copy. How do people get with you? And and I guess we can still try. My wife is now holding a note up to me, wine for life. Got it. Well, we'll get the coffee. We'll get wine from you guys. I'll get the coffee. She'll get the wine. Uh, how do people do that right now? And is there any chance of getting
1: something before Christmas? Yes, please. So if you go to our websites, bonefrog-coffee.com, we will roast it to order and send it right to your front doorstep. The wine is Bonefrog Sellers dot com bonefrogsellers.com you can order that and it will ship directly to your door um we we want you to be part of what we're doing be part of something greater than yourself we would be so happy if you would join our team at bonefrog really appreciate that right it's such an honor
0: to speak with you um and i'm so very thankful for you and and uh no as we go to this christmas season i know there's people that um you're gonna miss. And uh, I just speak for my audience and I never ever, Tim, do I ever claim the um, privilege of speaking for others. But I would tell you this, in this instance, I know I speak for my audience when I say, we thank you. Um, and we're so God, we're glad that God had a continuing plan for you. Uh, so Bonefrog-Coffee and then Bonefrog Cellars for the Wine. Uh, can't wait to get you over here to Idaho and visit in person and hook you up with some of the um, retired military over here. Uh, Just go good, God's God's good grace, Tim. I appreciate you so very much.
1: Thank you so much, Todd. I really appreciate you having me on your show. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Guys, I got to flat apologize. The sinus thing, I recorded that earlier with Tim. The sinus thing is not going to get better tonight. And I have surgery in the morning. So would you just this time... Give me the grace of just for a second, just this time, wrapping this up just a little bit early. Honestly, if I was doing live radio, I would have had a guest host today, but I don't, and I was glad to not do. It's great to talk to Tim. Um, I would ask for your prayer, please, that the surgeon be guided by the Holy Spirit, and that God God's will be done. This is the Todd Herman Show. Go be well, be strong, be kind, and please do get right with God.